Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are talking about all of the events from Monday, September 13th of 2021. Well, for me it's been about six hours since we talked last. Uh, And nothing really, I mean, a lot has happened that we didn't talk about, but like, nothing really has happened differently for me in the past six hours. Um, You guys, I'm kind of taking like a rest day. I mean, obviously I'm going to, I'm recording like... And I'm going to upload and stuff. I just, like, really took the day off. Um, I did some of the things that I wanted to do, but not all of them. Uh, And, yeah, that's just where we're at right now. It's been a great time. Um, It's been a really chill day, and it's been lovely. I finally, like, feel like a human, which is great. Um, Yeah. Okay, so we are going to jump right in. Uh, Today was a fairly busy day. It actually really didn't feel that busy. Like, none of the events were huge, grand-scale, major events. Um, So there'll just be, like, little anecdotes here and there, uh, which I kind of like these days the best um, because I can talk a little bit more about different things versus, like, rushing through things to get to, like, the big important stuff or the big, not again, not important, but, like, the big, really wordy, extensive stuff. So, with that, let's go ahead now and jump over to the Belgian royal family. Belgium. There was one event today in Belgium, so King Philippe visited the University of Louvain. I think is how you say that. Fun fact that this is actually Queen Mathilde's alma mater. This is where she attended, uh, I believe, for her, like, undergraduate degree. Um, She does have a master's degree, too. She was was working as a speech pathologist and continued her practice and then went on and continued her master's even after her marriage um, because she had already put that work into it. She did discontinue her, her speech pathology or speech therapy practice. Um, but she was working in speech therapy, like, she was awesome, um, pre-marriage, so I think this is, I mean, she's still awesome, but, like, pre-marriage, she had a really awesome career, um, so I think this is where she went and got her, like, first degree, um, which was interesting, that was, like, a little fun fact that the reporters pointed out, um, so he biked there, so this is a thing that Belgium does, and I, I know it's around this time, so it may, may have been, like, car-free weekend or something along those lines, I'm not entirely sure, um, and so he opened the academic year, which is a pretty standard, like, annual event, but then he also took part in discussions on education, socioeconomics, uh, conversations, etc. Just lots of different conversations about what the school um, really aims to do. So I thought that was really awesome. Um, this is one of a few events, of course, for the week. Um, I'm just going to pull up their calendar here because here's
here's the thing. We're going to have probably just about as short of an episode as we did um, yesterday for you guys, like the one I just recorded a few hours ago, um, because they're just, there isn't a lot of, like, extensive things going on. Like, there's not a lot I need to talk about. There are certain things that I want to address in a couple of countries um, that'll take up a little bit of time, but still not a ton. Oh, that's, that's new. Um, okay. They just announced a new event. It doesn't take place till Wednesday, but, uh, they just announced a new event. So that'll be something to look forward to kind of, it'll actually be mildly unfortunate event, um, on Wednesday from the Belgian Royal family. But with that, we are going to go ahead now and move over to the British Royal family. In the UK, there was one event, so let's quickly talk about that. Um, so today, the Prince of Wales visited a local farm. Um, he is there in. Um, he is still in the Highlands. Um, so today, he visited a local farm in Aberdeenshire. And then he also visited the House of Dunn, which is a part of the Historic National Trust of Scotland. They have several properties, um, kind of like the National Trust does in the UK, like in England. Um, and so this museum is dedicated, or uh, this space is dedicated to, like, the Highland history, which is extensive and very cool, um... And my knowledge of it is very limited. I will be very blunt. I don't know a lot. Um, the things I do know are mostly from fiction. Um, so I don't know a whole lot. But I do think it's very cool. I would love to like someday go to the Highlands and see this museum and like learn about um, that time and era and like all of the history that is in the Scottish Highlands. Um, the things that I wanted to talk about, though, so, I'm deep sighing because I'm, I don't know how I want to talk about this. I know I want to say something. Um, I've noticed a lot of royal commentators, royal blogs, kind of everyone just, like, really going for the conspiracies and all the things um, regarding why the Duchess of Cambridge hasn't returned to work. Um, so last week I did not expect her to. Uh, no one else really did either. And then all of a sudden we've gone through Monday and she didn't make an appearance and everyone is losing their mind. Um, I'm not sure why it's Monday. So look, I... will never be a person who speculates on this stuff. Like, that's not me. That's not what I want to do. Um, she returns to work when she returns to work. Do I think if she does not return by the end of the week that that's, like, a problem? Kind of, yes. Um, but I don't know that there's an underlying cause. It just is, like, not a great look. Um... And in a royal family that needs some good looks at the moment, like, 
she could really pull out all the stops and be really helpful to um, the the image in one, but also like the sense of a greater good um, that the monarchy has. Because um, right now, of course, like there are a lot of things that are not going well that I won't, don't, I don't want to talk about, and I don't talk about. Uh, but it's not good. Like it's just this stuff is not good. Um, so I just wanted to say, like, I'm never going to speculate as to why she isn't making an appearance. That's not my job. That's not what I want to do. I don't want to be a gossip anybody. Um, I just want to say, like, let's maybe not jump to conclusions that we won't see her the whole week on Monday. Like, it's, it's Monday. Um, everybody just... <laughs> Deep breaths, relax, she will return to work, and if she doesn't, well, then I would like an explanation, but, like, I'm not entitled to one, I would just like one. So, that is it, like, just everybody relax a little bit, it's gonna be fine. Okay, that is my little spiel on the nonsense that I'm seeing about the Duchess of Cambridge and, like, why she's not working. <sighs> Meanwhile, you haven't seen the Queen since about the same time. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, no one is making these wild claims about the queen. So, just everyone relax. Okay. With that, we are going to go ahead now and move on to the Danish royal family. Denmark. I kid you not, you guys, I'm still living on a high from yesterday's royal run, royal run, which I cannot say because that's just not a sentence that I can formulate. Um, it was just such a wonderful event, and I'm still just like, it has put me down this like little bit of a rabbit hole of like research and history, and like, here's what I've done with my lazy day. I have looked and watched a lot of videos from past royal runs uh, while chilling and recovering and preparing for my week ahead. Um, that's what I've done, and it's been so good. Uh, I don't do that very often. I used to, but like I haven't for a long time, and it was just fun. It was just a fun path to follow. So I'm just going to say that. Um, I'm just still like, it was a great time. So anyway, uh, that was fun. It's been a fun adventure. And so today, Crown Princess Mary attended the opening meeting for the World Health Organization's European Region Annual Meeting, I think. Um, so she gave the opening speech as she is the patron of the World Health Organization's European Region. Um, and that has a, pos a position she's held since 2005. So like, the year after she got married, she took on this patronage um, and has been awarded for her work in public health and things like that um, several times. So this is like a huge piece of her her work um, since pretty much she became the Crown Princess of Denmark. Um, so that is, of course, very awesome. I haven't found her speech yet. It doesn't mean it's not out there. Let me check one other place. Um, sometimes I do this on the fly where I, like, look at other things 
because I'm curious. And like this is an event that I would actually very much like to uh, expand on, and I didn't, which is shame on me. Hey, look, I found it. Um, so I'm just going to read through this really quickly, and then I will be right back with you. So I have finished. Uh, she wanted to talk about like three issues um, of the many issues that are going on, but like we really wanted to talk about these three issues. Uh, one is the negative consequences the, that the pandemic has had on many youth and children, um, especially on their mental health, uh, the importance of immunization, uh, just in general, not necessarily a COVID vaccination, although also very important. Um, and then the impact on some of the most vulnerable groups in society as a result of a health sector overwhelmed in its effort to tackle the pandemic. She also mentioned, this is crazy to me. Um, I have always just, you know, we got through six months of the pandemic. We got through nine months. We got through a year. And then at a year, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just round up to like a year and a half. Well, we're past that. We're at 20 months. We have been living with this for 20 months. 20. Since the very first time it was mentioned, we have been living in the depths of it, at least I have, for 18. I knew about it in January. I like, not even made a joke, but like made a comment one time about it in January. And here we are now. It is September, uh, and a year and a half ago, I was going, huh, how do I fill the time when all of these events are getting canceled in a daily podcast? What do I do? So, like, we've all lived through this for 20 months, um, which is bizarre. Uh, so we got to hear about, like, the impact that has had um, on world health. Um and so it's just like a very focused speech on like the global health issues that need to be taken part of, pardon. Um, like, and when I, you know, I talked about vaccination, like it, I did not mean COVID vaccination. Um, they are talking like normal childhood vac vaccines, like don't skip those. Come on. Um, so it's just a really important event. Um, and I just wanted to bring some attention to it because I I go through, like, waves of, like, who, what royals I'm really following. And I tell you, yesterday really brought back the Danes in my eyes. I have really struggled with them for, like, since January. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like, a couple of times, like, frustrated beyond belief because of, like, their low engagement counts and everything. I was just like, what is going on? Um, I'm hoping maybe this month we'll see, like, a really intense increase just because the COVID restrictions are gone. So, we'll see. Um, but, like, yesterday really brought them back into my, like, upper tier. Because uh, I won't lie, it changes constantly. But, like, I always have, like, an upper tier of royals that I really enjoy following. Spain is always up there. Uh... Belgium's always pretty much up there. Sometimes they're not, but, like, for the most part. Uh, and then everyone else kind of filters through. <laughs> like, 
I'll get mad at a country and it'll be down at the bottom. Um, and so, like, Denmark has, like, brought itself back up, which is really exciting. Um, and also just fun because it, like, gives me a change. So that is what was going on today in Denmark. And now we are going to move over. Um, we're actually going to skip the Netherlands and Norway. So we're going to jump to Spain, but before we do that, I actually want to take a quick minute and talk about Norway, um, because somehow, I don't know how I missed this, um, other than apparently it was not a dramatic thing because there's already a conclusion, um, Norway had new elections today. Um, they had elections for a new government, and... So that explains the absence of the Norwegian royal family since, like, later last week um, because it's an election weekend. Um, so the actual voting was done today. Uh, Labor won, uh, which is the more liberal party of the... I think Norway is a primarily two-party system. Um, they may have some outlying parties, but I think they're more similar to the U.S. in that they're, like more two-party, um, much like the UK is a two-party system. Obviously, the US is a two-party system, um, so it's pretty easy to get a winner pretty quickly. I think most of Scandinavia has, like, fallen into a two-party system. So, for the past few years, um, Norway has been in a conservative government and now they are in a they are going to be in a more liberal government so that is um interesting and mind you like the conservatives of norway are not nearly of the same level of conservative in the u.s okay so i come at this from a very progressive liberal in the U.S. progressive liberal, liberal state. Um, I would say I probably agree more with the Labor Party in Norway, but, like, don't have a huge problem with a lot of the issues of the Conservative Party in Norway um, because Norway takes care of their people. So, just, just saying. Um... They're much, their conservative party is much more liberal, but still could be more. Um, and so I'm really interested to watch what this does um, just in general. Um, but also it's, it was really interesting to kind of watch a monarchy that has a government situation go very smoothly. Um, so we'll see. I'm not sure what like King Harald's role is now. Um, I do know that like the Norwegian Parliament will open soonish, um, and so we'll just figure it out from there. Um, but we'll, if there are any events that King Harald takes part in tomorrow, we will talk about those then. So with that, we are going to go ahead now and move over to Spain. Spain. We had a lot going on in Spain today, and by a lot, I mean technically there were four events, but I like to sometimes combine King Felipe's several audiences because you can never go into a lot of detail on all of them, or really any of them, like I can't, um, 
I could if I really wanted to, but like sometimes it's just easier to be like, hey, here's who he met with today. Um, it does seem like it's very focused on the financial side of the world. Um, so King Felipe held audiences with three different organizations. So he met with representatives from the Chamber of Commerce of Spain and the General Council of Econ- Economists of Spain. Uh, that was this. That was a same audience meeting. Um, he also met with the management company committees and board of directors of the official credit institute, and a delegation of the board of directors of ICEX alumni. Um, so I think IC. EX is like the stock exchange in Spain. I might be wrong though, um, but I think it. I think it's something along those lines. It's it's definitely money based financial institution. Um, so those were his events. He had a lot of different um, audiences, all at his office, Zarzuela Palace. Um, meanwhile, Queen Letizia attended the, or visited, visited the exhibition called 40 Years of Friendship, Donations from the Friends of the Prado Museum Foundation. Um, So this was obviously housed at the National Prado Museum um, and will be, the exhibit will be up until January of 2022. So I think it primarily was a Um, exhibit hall full of pieces that were like financed by or funded by the by donations um and large dollar donations of the foundation um for friends of the prado which is like the fundraising arm for the prado she was able to um she met with um higher-ups in the prado museum the like president of the, the the board I don't know the patronage I don't exactly know what his title is but he's a pretty important important person in the world in Spain um she also obviously toured the exhibit um and then took part in a meeting with the board of directors after the tour um so that's something I I don't exactly know what Felipe and Letizia's role is, um, but it's a royal patronage that runs and, like, does a lot of the stuff for the Prado, so I'm, I'm sure they have some involvement, whether they, like, are honorary presidents or honorary chairmen, um, I'm not entirely sure, but they certainly have a role, um, and so she took part in the board meeting after this visit. Um, so that was the day there. I do think they both have events tomorrow as well. Um, it's just like, as is every week in Spain, it is a full week. Um, so that is what was going on in Spain today. And now we are going to move over to Sweden. Sweden. In Sweden today, we had a large amount of events because, of course, we did. Um, It's just the way it goes in Sweden. They have, like, five events in a day, but they only really share information on two of them. Always. Um, And tomorrow is going to be a huge day for the Swedish royal family. We'll talk about that then, of course. 
But uh, for today, we have King Carl Gustav presenting the 2020 uh, King's Medal and um, Art and Literature Medal as well. Um, so these are like royal orders, royal honors, um, and these, the King's Medal is primarily for services to Sweden, and then the arts and literature is obviously for what it says, um, and they are given out on National Day. Um, so these are more 2020 awards um, for National Day that um, they just needed to hold the official ceremony for as the pandemic is over and these winners can now officially receive their medals. So that is what that was today. Um, Queen Sylvia held a digital meeting with representative uh, representatives of Ogrinska, uh, I think. That one wasn't that one wasn't expanded on. Prince Daniel took part in a meeting with the Princess Estelle Cultural Foundation. That wasn't uh, shared a ton. And then this one is something that like I have been saying I will talk about. So just in a continuation of where we are at with the Swedish royal family's tours of the counties of Sweden, um, today Prince Carl Philip visited the Blinkage, Blin, Blecking County. Um, so I'm not going to go into like as much detail as I would with like the four that I always talk about, but I just wanted to keep some sort of consistency. Um, on here, you know, he did very similar events. He stayed, he start, started at like the governor's residence, had a meeting, um, took on various like events, learned about the pandemic situation, um, and just like held meetings regarding different um, sectors through the pandemic. So, a very similar structure, but I just wanted to briefly mention it, even though I don't talk about Prince Carl Philip normally, um, this is kind of like a rare exception, because there are only a few royal households that have working royals that are not in, like, the immediate line of succession. So it's Sweden, the UK, and, like... Denmark kind of used to have this situation, but really doesn't anymore. Um, the Netherlands is another one that kind of does. Um, but, like, most people are just, like, the primary, like, the king and queen, their heirs, and then um, that that's it, right? Like, that's, that's the succession in most of these cases. Um... But Sweden does have work, two other additional working royals. Um, I just don't talk about them to simplify and streamline as much as possible. So, but I did want to mention that because I'm going to be talking about most of the county visits. Um, and I don't want to leave the few that Carl Philip is doing out just because he's doing them. That doesn't seem right. So, this is my solution. I'll mention it. I'm not going to go into as much detail. Um, but I'm still going to mention it. So... With that, we have reached the end of today's episode. Uh, thank you so much for sticking around. Um, I know last week and even into this week so far has been just a little bit... Um, for me, it feels kind of insane. Um, I think for you guys, you're just like getting that leftover energy of like me being drained. Um, I'm hoping that goes away this week. Like really and truly hoping... 
um, I'm doing good today. I go back to work tomorrow. Like I have um, Sunday and Monday off my day job. And I've just really today rested. Um, yesterday I did not rest. I was very busy, which was fine and fun. Um, but I did take some some time today and rest. And, um, you know, we'll be back to... I'm going to get everything updated on the website, thedailyroyal.com. I'm going to get everything updated on Instagram. I'm going to start some fun Instagram things, hopefully today or tomorrow, um, that I was doing pre-August. So I'll bring some of that stuff back. Um... I just needed time to get better and get used to everything. Um, you know, I did manage to somehow put a podcast out every day last week, even though a few of them were hard, but we did it. Um, so hopefully this week will be easier. We'll get through it a little bit better. Um, and we'll go from there. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and end today. Um, please check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, and then like and review this podcast wherever you are listening, as that really helps us, helps it out a lot. So I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.